Hallelujah. So let's just lift our hands and thank him for all that he's doing. All that, all, and praise God that we've got a relationship with the Holy Spirit. Thank God for what he's doing in a church. Thank God for a New Testament church that we can be, a, that we're a part of. Hallelujah. Father, we thank you. We are the church. And Lord, we, we are your body. And so Lord, you, you, you only express yourself through your body. And so we yield ourselves to you tonight. Have your way. Have your way. Have your way. Have your way. In Jesus' name. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Brother Tony, why don't you come here? Let us pray for you. Tony's uh, been experiencing some symptoms in his body, uh, headaches, and uh, I don't know what else, but uh, that's enough. Praise God. Well, it is, and, and that's true. It is enough. Praise God. <clears throat> How many of you know there's healing? There's healing here in the house. And Jesus took stripes on his back for Tony to be well. And we're not putting up with these headaches. Uh, we're not putting up with headaches in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Father, we want to thank you. Let's thank God for the finished work of the cross. We thank you, Father, that you took stripes on your, Jesus, you took stripes on your back and you paid the price. You took our pains. You took our pains. You took our pains, so we're not taking what you took. We're not, we're not putting up with what you took, Lord. And so in Jesus' name, we release the healing power of God. We command migraines to go in Jesus' name. We command pain, go, headaches leave. Headaches leave by the power of the cross. We release, Father, your anointing, your healing power in Jesus' name. Uh, be whole, be healed in the name of Jesus. Father, we thank you, we thank you. We thank you, Father. We thank you, Father, for setting this body in order. Order, order, order. I speak order to this body in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <clears throat> Who else has been dealing with headaches? Who else has been dealing with migraines or headaches? Where are you at? Where are you at? Stand up. If you've been dealing with migraines, come up to the front. Migraines, headaches, I don't care what, what pain in your head that doesn't belong there. Okay? You got pain in your head? I'm telling you, that's a pain. Pain in your head is a pain. Doesn't belong there. Amen? Doesn't belong there. Pain in your head does not belong there. In Jesus' name. Now listen, in the, in the Bible, it talks about it, and I think it's in the book of Exodus where uh, well, anyway, it's Numbers or Exodus. It's in the Bible. <laughs> okay, when they, they, they uh, put that, that serpent, okay, uh, you know, up on that, on that uh, pole. And whoever looked lived and was healed. And that serpent was representative of sin on Jesus. If you look and behold your pain on Jesus, tonight. Okay, when I lay hands on you, you'll be healed. So I want you to get your eyes off of your pain, and I want you to get your eyes on Jesus. Amen? And that same, that same power is available to you tonight in the name of Jesus. Father, we take authority over this pain, and we declare, Father, as they behold Jesus, 
Lord, the power of Jesus makes you whole. Pain, you leave this head in the name of Jesus. You leave this body, I command you to leave this body. And I release the healing power of, of Jesus that was available through his stripes and through his cross. In Jesus' name, healing is yours. Healing is yours. Healing, healing is yours. Wholeness is yours. In the name of Jesus, we command that pay this pain to go. Pain, you leave this head. You leave this body. You cannot stay in this body. We command the healing power of Jesus and the stripes, stripes of Jesus to take effect in this body. Healing flow, pain go. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Father, I thank you for the cross of Jesus. I thank you for the stripes of Jesus. We rebuke this pain and we command it to go. You can't stay in this body. You go. You go and healing flow in the name of Jesus. Our, our grandson who's 17, who's senior, Peyton. Mm -hmm. Are you coming for him? Okay. She's come to stand for her grandson, Peyton. Praise God. How many of you know God hears prayer? There's no distance in prayer. He sent his word and healed them. So Father, tonight... We agree with Debbie, we send your word uh, to heal Peyton. We, we, we curse the, this pain that's in his head. In the name of Jesus, we command pain to leave, go, healing flow, in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. I said hallelujah. Now listen, listen. We, we, we spend too much time analyzing things. We just need to focus on Jesus and focus on what, he do, what he's done for us. Your answer is in, is in your focus. It's in your focus. It's what you focus on. Our problem is not what's going on in our spirit. Our problem is what's going on between our ears. We rent space in our mind to too many things that don't belong there. And we need to take responsibility. Just like, just like the uh, military a man at the post, what do they call that guy that's there at, at the military post, the, and the, the sentry, okay? And what, what the sentry does, if somebody comes to that military post he, he, and he sees somebody come, he said, advance and identify yourself. And if, if, that's, if that's an unauthorized person, that person doesn't get into that post. Do you understand? And you and I need to take responsibility for the thoughts of our mind. We need to ad advance and identify yourself. Well, I just don't believe you're going to be healed. Advance and identify yourself. How does that line up with the word? I'm not, you're not, I'm not, you have no authorized entry into this mind or in this house. Amen. I doubt my doubts. I don't believe my doubts. You get out. You don't belong here. Listen, we, we have responsibility, okay? And so I'm saying this, in the, especially in the context of healing. Many times we receive our healing, but then we let stuff, we, we allow things in our mind. And if you'll just focus on Jesus and focus on his word and focus on the cross and start praising God, I'm telling you, the healing power of Jesus, the healing power of Jesus is here tonight. The healing power of Jesus is flowing here tonight. Hallelujah. 
I said the healing power of Jesus is flowing here tonight. If you need healing in your body, I'm not going to pray right now for everyone who needs healing, but as far as laying hands on you right now, but I'm, but I'm going to tell you if you need healing in your body, just stand up right now. The healing power of God is here. The healing power of Jesus. The healing power of Jesus. I do need to lay hands on you, Tim. Come here. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, Tim, I don't know you at all. I've never met you until before tonight. But I'm telling you, God's got a plan for your life. And the enemy has tried to sidetrack you. The enemy's tried to divert you. He's tried to detour you. He's sent a lot of delays, disappointments. But I'm telling you, if you, if you, if you will just not blame God, not, not let the enemy uh, destroy your vision of God and what the purpose God has for you, He will yet bring the purpose of God. God will yet bring the purpose of God to pass in your life. And I'm telling you, that purpose includes abundance, Tim. Uh, do you have a job? Do you need a job? What, what, need one. You need a job. Yes. Okay. All right. Well, how, do, how, does God, how do you know that? I mean, how do we, we know that God knows? He knows. Yes. Amen. And God's got a good job for you, Tim. What kind of work do you do? It's Pastor Tim. It's Pastor Tim. Pastor Tim. Mm-hmm. So you're a pastor and you're just between pastorates? Is that? Praise God. All right. Well, Father, I just thank you for Pastor Tim. I thank you for your, your hand on his life. I thank you, Father, the work that's be, begun in him will perform. I thank you, Father, that, oh, Jesus, Satan, you take your hands off of this the, the dream in Jesus' name. The Lord will yet bring it to pass, Tim, Pastor Tim. He will yet bring that dream to pass. It has not, it's not too late. It's not too late. Divine appointments divine connections and release in the name of Jesus and healing. Let the healing power of God flow in your life. In Jesus' name. Now, Father, we thank you for Pastor Tim and we thank you for your love for him. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. I just think we're supposed to bless him. So whoever has that on your heart, you want to bless him. Praise God. God's, God is opening doors and no man will shut for you, Pastor Tim. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Let's thank God. Let's thank God for what he's doing in our lives. All right. Now, I didn't forget about the rest of you that are standing, okay? All right. Father, I just release healing in the house, wholesale healing in this house. In the name of Jesus, I command pain, I command sickness, I command disease to leave in Jesus' name. If you can, put your hand wherever uh, you need healing to, the healing power to flow. Uh, I, I curse all kinds of cysts, all kinds of uh, growths, uh, things, tumors, in the name of Jesus. I speak to hearts, I command blood, the blood flow to be normal, in Jesus' name, supernatural healing, wholesale healing in the house. Father, I release it in Jesus' name. I release it in Jesus' name. I thank you, Father, for the stripes of Jesus making us whole. I.
prophesy over this body that the Lord's bringing us out and he's bringing us in without one feeble person among our tribe. Hallelujah. If he could do it for the children of Israel, he can do it for us. Praise God. Amen. Father, we thank you. We thank you. Let's thank him for his healing power. Thank him for his healing power. We love you, Lord. We thank you. You've not forsaken us. And your healing power is flowing in this house. And Father, uh, Father, we're taking it. I take it. It's mine. Everybody say, it's mine. I take it in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Now listen, before you're seated, listen. You received when you stood. And we prayed and just agreed. All right, now you, you hold on to that. And you fight for that. You don't let the enemy come and with a symptom, okay, you know, he tries to come back and convince you you didn't get healed. You just let him know he's a liar and, and, and he's, he can't stay in your body. Amen. And you command that thing to go and it'll go. Amen. And you'll have a testimony. Praise God. You can be seated. Thank you, Lord. Now, Pastor Tim, this is, this is simply... All this is, is simply our, our trust in the Lord, okay? You know, the Bible talks about, you know, help, help them along the way uh, to, uh, I think it's in 2 John, help them along the way in their journey. And all this is, is, is this church's love for you and the Lord's, the Lord's faith and confidence in you. He's going to get you to your next assignment. He's going to get you to your next assignment. Amen. Amen. He's going to get you to your next assignment. He forgets not nor forsakes. Huh? He forgets not for nor forsakes. Amen. 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 Praise God. Amen. Now, do you, now, Pastor Tim, do you have a pastor? Uh, yes, and he was sitting right there. Okay. Praise God. <laughs> Hallelujah. I'm Amen. Amen. Praise God. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. You know. Um, Holy Ghost will mess your service up, I tell you. <laughs> mess your plans up. <laughs> but you know, I, I, was, I was thinking while we were worshiping tonight, uh, and, don't, and don't you appreciate our worship team here, man. Man. You know, you know, when we get in the presence of God, God starts downloading things in us. And so we were, while we were worshiping God tonight, um, I don't even remember what song it was. God was just ministering to me and just reminded me. He, he said, do you, do you remember when, when your pastors came and gave you their strength when we didn't have any? I mean, we had no strength left. None. I mean, it was, we were down for the count. We were down and out, you know, and we, and we were going, we were, it was, it was it. It was over. <laughs> You know, the fat lady was about to sing. And <laughs> I mean, it was over. <laughs> and, uh, but Pastor came and, and gave us his strength. <laughs> and this house, see, and, and I'm just one of multitudes of pastors that that your pastor and in vicariously 
you through, you, through your pastor, has given strength to. And I was just thinking, it was just, it was just such a God moment, Robert, that, that in, in, in worship while you guys were leading us, Glenn. It was, it was like, the, here it is, the Lord strengthened us when we had none. I don't mean, I don't mean he just helped us. I mean, we had no strength left. I didn't know, I mean, I don't think I would have ever quit the ministry. I know I wouldn't have quit on God, that wasn't it. But I don't know, I know I wouldn't be where I am today. The pastor came and gave us strength. And then, um, and then here, here we are being able to, to uh, in, a, in a small way, give strength to him when he just needs to, be refreshed and re-strengthened. Isn't that awesome? I mean, it's awesome. Praise God. And, and the church isn't missing a beat. You know, how many of you has been, there been a time when that you just needed God's strength? Man, and you, someone came alongside. You know, I, I believe that's what God's doing for Pastor Tim. I believe that's what he's doing. He strengthened him tonight, encouraged him. You know, such an encouragement for me to see Regina again. Amen. Regina. And then she, res she responded to the altar call. But remember last Sunday night? And she, she was here, and here, here she, she is back. Let me tell you something, Regina. It's, it's no small thing. It's, a, it's significant. We, we need your strength. And tr we trust that you've been a strength to us. And, you know, I, I remember I, in 1999, I taught the first time at Calvary Cathedral International Bible School. Uh, Tom Luther had left, and I taught the life of Christ. And, um, and I taught that once uh, every other year for, I think, for five years. So, because that just came around every two years. And then when David and Janet took over the Bible school, um, they heard my teaching, and they said, listen, you got more? And, uh, and I mean, every term, and they believed in us, is what I'm saying. Pastor believed in us. And you know, what happened was, out of all that, because Pastor gave us strength and, and then connected us more uh, closely with Andrew Walmack Ministries, and then David and Janet believed in us, and so we developed several courses, I think about six. Well, we were ready when they, for this assignment then but it happened through the strength we received at Calvary and through the fact that, uh, the fact that your pastors and, and Bible school directors believed in us and we had, that, we had all these courses ready and so when they called us, we, just had, we had these courses ready and now I'm teaching 16 courses. Yeah. But it started here. Here's what I'm saying. It started here and, in, and it's going all over the world all over the world. But let me tell you something. Had your pastor not given me strength, I wouldn't be anywhere. I would be nothing. Whatever I am, I would be not, whatever we are, it's because of one, helping one another is what I'm saying. And so I just want to thank pastor and Joy, but more than that, I want to thank you for allowing them to give strength to us, but strength to others. 
And, and I want to thank you, David and Janet, for believing in us and, and, and valuing the gift. And that's what you guys have done. That's what Pastor has done. I mean, just we all need somebody to believe in us, don't we? Amen. And so I just, I just want to say thank you, Calvary Cathedral International. And I'm telling you, whatever, whatever I am today, it's, it's certainly because of Jesus, but it's, it's been because of Jesus in you. Amen. Hallelujah. It's awesome. Never underestimate the value of just, of just believing in someone and lifting them up when they can't do anything for you. When they can do nothing for you. I've watched pastor go to places and, and try to save churches and and, and pastors and, and he's just giving and giving and giving and giving and, and he just believes in people. Aren't you thankful for a pastor in a church that believes in people? Amen. And here's why I'm saying that, guys, is because, look, I wouldn't be here today if it wasn't for the strength that the Lord's given me uh, through relationships that he's put in our lives. Well, you know, you, we need to be that to others. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank God. Father, we're thankful. We are so thankful for what you're doing. We're so thankful for how you, Lord, you've connected us, how much we need one another. We need one another. Amen. We need one another. Hallelujah. I said, we need one another. We need godly relationships. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Good. Pray in the Holy Ghost with me for a little bit. Father, we're available. Holy Ghost, we're available. If you bring someone before us, Lord, we're going to touch that person. We're going to reach out to that person. We're going to encourage that person. We're going to send them an email. Pick up the phone and call them, whatever. Lord, you, you need us to value people. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Are you available? I want to encourage you this week to pray in the Holy Ghost and then respond to what, whoever he puts on your heart to reach out and touch and minister to. Will you do that? Will you just respond? Okay, don't worry about it. Don't, hey, listen, listen, listen. Stop trying to figure it out. Just yield to the Holy Ghost and obey. And you watch the gifts of the Spirit start flowing through your life. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. We'll turn, uh, turn to 1 Corinthians 12. We'll just look at that for just a few minutes. Thank you, Johnny. Your blessing. 1 Corinthians 12. Yeah. 
Verse 1, now concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, or, or things of the Spirit, I do not want you to be ignorant. Now, you know, I don't know a subject that the present day church is more ignorant about. <laughs> he tells you, I don't want you to be ignorant, and we're ignorant. Okay? But now, so he tells us, I don't want you to be ignorant, brethren, and then he, then he takes three chapters to de-ignorantize us. <laughs> My word. He, he takes three chapters, he tells you, I don't want you to be ignorant about this, and he takes three chapters to unpack knowledge about what he doesn't want us to be ignorant about, so we're not ignorant anymore. Amen? And so I'm not going to go over all the three chapters, but I am going to go over just a few verses, and then I'm going to share with you how I allow the Holy Spirit to release or activate His gifts through me. Just what we did tonight already. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you how I do it. Okay, but I I, I wanna I want us to look at just a couple uh, two or three uh, three or four points here of of knowledge that will help us in in activating the gifts. He doesn't want us to be ignorant. And he said, verse two, you know that you were Gentiles carried away into these dumb idols, however you were led. So. Well, first of all, you, you've, we've got to realize he, he doesn't want us to be ignorant, so that means He wants us operating in the gifts, right? Okay. Second of all, you have to realize you have flesh to deal with. You were led in the past, you know, by dumb idols, and you've got to realize you still have flesh. And so if you're going to operate in these gifts, you have to understand that if you yield to your flesh, it's just like you lived your old life. You can't, look, that's not who you are anymore, but you still have flesh. And if you're going to operate in the gifts, you have to learn to circumcise your heart from, from the, the leadership of the flesh. The flesh can still mess you up. The flesh can cause selfish ambition to drive your ministry bus. It's James and John wanting to call fire down, you know, on the city of Samaria. Okay? Jesus said, you don't know what spirit you're of. They didn't take the time to circumcise their heart from, from the will of the flesh. Look, if you want the gifts to flow, we have to realize, first of all, He wants us operating in the gifts, but we still have flesh. Say, I still live in flesh. If you don't, then you're not here. Okay, and your flesh is crazy, fickle, and, you know, is led by feelings. Feelings, nothing more than feelings. And your, your flesh will lead you to do all kinds of things to tell you you've got a false sense of peace about something. And anyway, if you want the gifts to flow, okay, realize you've got flesh to deal with, and, and you've got to take the time to make sure that your flesh is not leading you in the gifts, in the function of the gifts. You take the time. Well, how do you do that? Well, the way I do it, uh, Johnny, is, is I, I realize I've got flesh, and so I just tell the Lord, look, if this, this thing that you're, it seems like you're impressing me with this, 
How is this going to benefit others? Is it going to benefit others more than me? And, and until I can get that drill down and be confident that what I'm sensing the Lord saying or doing is benefiting others more than me, I don't release it. Once I'm confident about that, I know, I know it's love and I know it's a spirit. Amen? <clears throat> so you got flesh to deal with. Then, then um, number, uh, verse 3, Therefore I make, uh, make known to you that no one speaking by the Spirit of God calls Jesus accursed, and no one can say Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Ghost. So Jesus must be the center of everything that the Spirit does. And so if what you're doing in the name of the Spirit is drawing more attention to you, which again is flesh, more than Jesus, it's not, it's not a gift of the Spirit. It's just your flesh flaunting. And you know, in leadership and pastoring, I, I'm, I'm passionate about having a move of the Spirit. I learned that from, from uh, our pastor. I also was set under John Osteen for several years and saw how he led a move of the Spirit. And I'm passionate for that, but I'm also realized that, you know, anytime you're going to have a move of the Spirit, you're going to have some, you're going to have some goofball too. You're going, to have, you're going to have granola, fruits, nuts, and flakes. And you're going to have demons interrupt your service. We had it here, I don't know, a few weeks ago, remember? Okay, and, and I mean, the, the, you know, man, the devil doesn't like the move of the Spirit. Well, if you're, going, if, you're going to, if you're going to facilitate a move of the Spirit, you got to, uh, uh, pardon my, you know, I don't know how to say it, you got to have some spiritual testosterone. Okay? You got, you got to, if you're a man, you got to throw your, take your dress off, throw your purse away, put your big boy pants on. And you have to lead that thing. You have to lead it. Okay? Pastor taught me years ago that prophetic people are like an 18-wheeler on your tail. And I've discovered that to be true. And you have to be willing to lead people, you know. And, and if, things are, if things are drawing attention to themselves, it's not drawing attention to Jesus, then we have to let people help people. You, and I don't have to correct that publicly. But if we're going to have a move of the Spirit, you know, leaders have to lead. Are, are, will you give permission to your pastor to, to lead a move of the Spirit? And, and that means, here, here's, and, and I make myself, submit myself to pa pastor. If there's something I do or I say that isn't the Holy Ghost, you need to speak it. You, you have, well, I know you will. <laughs> but, you, but I give you permission to speak into my life, pastor. Because, you know, we can all miss it, can't we? Amen. And again, it's, it's all about Jesus. The, te the testimony of Jesus is the spirit of prophecy. And, and uh, that's in, I think, the book of Revelation. Anyway, it's in the Bible. Um, then, then uh, and I'm just giving you a few points here. I'm not, not spending a lot of time on that. And I'm just gonna, then I'm going to segue into how I activate the, the, these gifts in my life and uh, just so I can pass it on to you. And then look at verse 4. <clears throat> there are diversities of gifts, but the same Spirit. There are di differences of ministries, but the same Lord. There are diversities of activities, but it's the same God who works all in all. So this is, the way, this is the way I like to say it. There are different ministries, 
that have different gifts that operate different ways. Okay, different, everybody say different ministries have different gifts that operate different ways. Okay, in other words, here's the deal. Uh, let me just give you an example, all right, of some ministries that, that I love and value and appreciate. Rodney Howard Brown, Dale Gentry, Jerry Garcia. Uh, Jerry Garcia is a, just a close friend of mine. <clears throat> Rodney Howard Brown, Dale Gentry, and Jerry Garcia, I am not. And I'm okay with that. I said, I'm okay with that. So what does that mean? I, but yet, I, just because they function one way and I function another way, it doesn't, it's no less the Spirit of God. And I can learn from them, I can glean from them, even certain methods. But I have to be careful that I, I don't start comparing myself with them because then I'll devalue the gifts flowing through me. I remember Kenneth Hagin several years ago said that he was, uh, uh, Catherine Kuhlman uh, was, was alive at this time and she was ministering at, at, at a full gospel businessman meeting and uh, was going to have a healing service at night and she got ill. She got sick herself. And so they called on Kenneth Hagin to minister that service. And he went before the Lord. He said, Lord, <laughs> I can't do what she does. You called me? I, I can't do. He said, all I know is the word and the spirit. And the Lord said, well, that's enough. <laughs> and so I, all I'm saying is, listen, there's, don't get hung up on, the, on different ways that people flow because there's different ministries operate different gifts different ways. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with being me. And, and when pastor says we're going to have a summer of revival and whatever my part in that is, I, the first thing I do is start tempted to compare myself with Rodney or, you know, or Dale. Or, and I'm not that. I'm not them. And I'm okay with that. And I'm okay with God still being able to move. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. And we've got to put confidence in the fact that, that the ministry that he gave me and the person and personality he gave me, he can flow through. If I won't devalue that, if I won't devalue it, Sharon, amen? Listen, Sharon, you do not stand in any, anyone's shadow. The anointing of God is on you and it's increasing. And that word that Barbara gave the other day about spiral, spiraling up, that's what God's doing in your life. You, you get out from underneath, unconscious, comparing yourself with anyone else, and God's going to release the anointing in you. He's going to give you songs, new songs, and you need to write them, praise God, and they're going to set people free. He's also going to give you songs of the Spirit spontaneous, and you need to step out in the anointing and gifts and grace that He's given you. You don't, you don't, you don't sell, stop selling yourself short, comparing yourself with anyone else, or trying to be someone else. We don't need you to be anybody but Sharon. Amen? The Holy Ghost and, and Sharon. And so, um, you know, I, I think that's really all I want to say about, about, about that. I mean, I could elaborate. I mean, that's helpful, isn't it? Okay, it's very helpful to me. <laughs> okay.
Because, you know, man, I mean, it's like the pastor asked me to preach. I'm thinking, oh, Jesus, God, you're going to have to show up. Well, <laughs> hallelujah. <laughs> That's where he needs us. Um, look, look at 1 Corinthians 14, 26. I just want to use this verse and then give you three quick things that I think, I think will help you. It's helped me. And then, we'll, and then we'll allow you to share. 1 Corinthians 14, 26. Let me, let me tell you something that will help you when you read 1 Corinthians 14. Okay, the, the two themes of 1 Corinthians 14 is edification and order. Everybody say edification, edification. and order. So what does that mean? That means if the gifts are going to flow in a public setting, they have to edify and build up and it has to be in order. Are you listening to me? And so that's the rules of the house tonight. So what does that mean? Public, public uh, correction of an individual is not in order. Unless it comes from pastor. Amen. And even when I pastored, I corrected a lot of people, but most of the time I didn't have to do it from, from the pulpit. And so it's, if it's not in order for us, it's not in order for you. It's not, it's not, you're not the Holy Ghost. You're not there to straighten everybody else out. And it's not a, a, a ministry gift or gifts of the Spirit are not used to govern. You do not govern. You don't try to set, straighten the pastor out with your prophecy. If you try to do that, I'll stop you dead in your tracks. Because I've thrown my purse away and my dress put my big boy pants on and I'll, and I'll walk in those. <laughs> Amen. First Corinthians 14, 26. How is it then, brethren, when you come together, each of you, everybody say each of you, has a psalm, has a teaching, has a tongue, has a revelation, has an interpretation, but let all things be unto edification. So each of us has something and we could contribute and we're going to take some time tonight to allow you to allow you to contribute. But now let me, let me just share with you um, just some things that, that God has, uh, has helped me with in, in, how, I, in how I release the things, the things of the Spirit. Just real, three quick things, okay? Three, three things that help me to release the gifts in my life. Number one, be dependent. Be dependent. Say dependent. Um, Psalm, Psalm 16, 1, I'm going to look at a, two, just two or three verses there. Psalm 16 and, um, and verse 1 says, uh, Preserve me, O Lord, for in you I put my trust. So if, if I want the Lord to protect me, I want the Lord to protect me from me, from my flesh. And how do I do that? I trust in Him. Then, then Psalm uh, 25, verse 2, Psalm 25, verse 2, um, it says, Oh my God, I trust in you. Let me not be ashamed. Let my enemies not triumph over me. You know, if, if we don't trust in the Lord and depend on Him, we're going to be ashamed. And so how do I... How do I keep from shame and how do, I, how, how do I make sure that I'm magnifying Jesus and doing everything to please Him? I just, put, I just depend on Him. When I, when I get up to speak, 
listen, I've prepared, I've studied, uh, like everything depends on me, but when I get up to minister, I minister from the heart. You cannot transform anybody with your head. And I lean in on the Lord and I depend on Him. Holy Ghost, have your way. This is your church. It's, this is, you have your way. Whatever you want to do, you can do. You can, you can change the course of things, whatever. And so I, I just get real God-dependent in ministry. And when I do that, what happens is then I start hearing what the Lord wants to do instead of me, what I want to do, or what my flesh thinks, or what my mind thinks. And then Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, trust in the Lord with all your heart, lean not to your own understanding, in all your ways acknowledge Him, and He will direct your paths. So, you know, that's our problem, is, is our peanut brain. And if you stop leaning to that, and you just be God-dependent, you're going to see the move of the Spirit. Okay, so say, be dependent. In other words, I'm totally trusting in the Lord. And number two, be sensitive. Everybody say, be sensitive. What do I mean? I'm just, I want to be sensitive to what the Lord wants to say and what does He want to do? Lord, what, what do you, you know, I, I get, I want to be sensitive to what's going on in the service that if I'm getting a download from heaven, how does that fit with what's going on? Is it just out in left field somewhere? Or does it fit with the flow? See, I want to be sensitive to the people that I'm here with. I'm, I want to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit. I, is what I'm, am I connecting with people? Or, or am, I just a, am I just a non-profit prophet that comes in and I'm, I'm leaving a word and I go out and do my own thing? No, you got to connect. Connect with people. Connect with the Holy Spirit. What do you want to do? What I connect with the leadership of the house. What's going on here? And if I think I've got something that I'm, I'm ready to share it, but if I'm not recognized, I don't get offended, that's between the leadership of the house. I'm just sensitive. Sensitive to what he wants to say. What does he want to do? And then you know what, what really encourages me? Even when I don't release that, if it gets released in some measure in the house, it's confirmation I was hearing God. And it gives me confidence the next time God's dealing with my heart. Are you with me on this? Does that ever happen in you? You're sensing God's wanting to say something or wanting to do something. How many of you ever been that in a church service or in a small group or whatever? Okay, Lord, I, you know, what's going on here? What's the order? Does it fit? Um, is it going to help anybody? Amen? And I, I start being sensitive, okay? Then, even if, even if I didn't get to release it, then, it, it, you know, I, I'm ready. I can, I can release it another time or I just commit it to God. Or, or, if, or if somebody else releases it, all that was was confirmation, I was hearing God. Amen? And then, and then be yielded. Everybody say be yielded. And the scripture, I didn't give you the scripture for uh, be sensitive, but that's just Romans 8.14. Those are led by the Spirit. Uh, those are the sons of God that are led by the Spirit. The sons of God there is mature sons. Be yielded. Romans, Romans 
Romans 6.13. And do not present your members instruments of unrighteousness to sin, but present yourselves to God being alive from the dead and your members as instruments of, of righteousness. Um, let me see. Did I get the right verse? Let me, let me read. What, what is, is the word yielded in there somewhere? Be yielded. Well, I know that, but I'm talking about in that verse. Let's see. Make sure I got the right verse. Um, oh, well. Praise God. I got the uh, present means is the same thing as yielded. So uh, that's, how, that's how that goes. <laughs> Hallelujah. So be dependent instead of be self-dependent. Be sensitive instead of being self-conscious and self-absorbed and be yielded rather than being self-willed. Now that's how the gifts operate. That's how I operate in them. I'm dependent and I'm sensitive to what he wants to say, what, what he wants to do, when he wants to do it. I remember um, I was at Andrew Womack's uh, minister's conference a couple of years ago and man, God was fire was in on, on, on the inside of me. I knew I, I, knew I had a word about, about people having encounters with the Lord. And man, I said, Lord, you give me an opportunity. I mean, it was like fire in my belly. I knew I had to say something, but you know, it wasn't my service. And you know, I, I said, you're going to have to speak to Andrew or Charlie LeBlanc who was leading worship. And the moment I said that, Charlie said, somebody's got a word here. And man, I jumped up and came up and man, we had a move of God. Are you with me? Hallelujah. So you know what we're going to do tonight? Uh, maybe a couple of y'all could help me get, the, get that microphone over there and put it here. All right, and I'll just do this. Now, and I'm going to lay hands on, in just a, in just a few minutes, I'm going to lay hands on anybody here wants this same impartation so that we can, because we need these gifts. We need them. We need them operating in the church. Amen, more. But we need them operating in order and they need to be operating in a way that edifies and builds people up. Now, how do I do that? How do I release the gifts in me? Somebody tell me, how does Pastor Greg do it? I stay dependent. And then what? I'm, I'm sensitive. And then what? Yielded. I mean, I'm, Lord, I, it's not about me. I'm not self-conscious. I don't worry about if, you know, all that. It's just about, it's about Jesus. Amen? So we're going to pray here, okay? And if you've got something for the body, if you've got something, you know, that, that you feel like you, you need to share, you've got something from God, then, you know, we're, we're going to allow the Spirit of God to move. And we're going to lay hands on, on people because we're going to see more and more gifts operate and function. Amen? And you know what's going to happen when more gifts start flowing, more people, more people are dependent, more people are sensitive, more people are yielded. You know what's going to happen? We're going to see more healings. We're going to see more signs and wonders. We're going to see more salvations. We're going to see, uh, we're going to see all kinds of things happen. We're going to avert things like people getting offended because God's going to speak to us about somebody just reaching out to touch them, take them out to breakfast, whatever. So... Why don't you just stand up with me, okay? Let's just stir ourselves up. Let's stir ourselves up in the Holy Ghost. Let's stir ourselves up. And those of you who are watching online, listen, there are gifts that are flowing through you. If you get something from the Lord, you can email whatever you have. 
And, I, and we want to hear what, what God's speaking through you. Amen. Just make yourself available. Stir yourself up, but then make yourself available. Lord, we're dependent upon you. We depend. Just tell the Lord, Lord, I'm, I'm dependent upon you. I'm, I, I'm, sensitive, I'm sensitive to you, to your leadership. If you, need, if you need to walk around, you can get out and walk around. Whatever you need to do. Father, we're, we're yielded. Say, I'm yielded. If you put something on me, Lord, I'm going to give it. I'm, I'm available. Father, we release the body of Christ. We release, Father, the move of the Spirit. We release the gifts in this house. In Jesus' name. We need the gifts, Lord. We need the gifts, Lord. We need the gifts, Lord, in Jesus' name. I stir up the gifts in your body, Lord. I just pray, Father, for release for, of, the, of the anointing in this house. A proliferation, Father, of the gifts flowing. Lord, where we're sent, it's not about us. It's not about us looking good. It's not about us impressing anybody. It's not about us, uh, you know, in, uh, making people see, try to see that we, we know something. Lord, it's about us lifting one another up, giving strength to people, edification. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I just pray for a greater release of the anointing in your people, Father. Confidence. We're dependent upon you. We're sensitive, Lord, to you. What do you want to say? What do you want to do? Hallelujah. We're available, Father. We're yielded, Lord, in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Father. If God's put something on your heart, you've, you've, you have something, just lift your hand. Where are you at? Okay, Robert, come on up here. Just, just share it. Thank you, Father. Someone else, if you've got something, you could just come over here to this mic. The Lord gave me the word compression. That at one point, our church had lost compression. And compression, if you know it in the engine, is what makes the, the, the combustion engine work. If it doesn't have compression, you need a new valve job. You need the rings replaced. And the Holy Spirit said, we've had our, the last few weeks, we've had our rings replaced. We've had a valve job and our compression is now tight. Hallelujah. Amen. What a good word. Hallelujah. Man, increased compression. Let's thank him. Let's thank, Father, we thank you. We thank you that you've, that you've, that you've increased and improved the compression of the house. Hallelujah. Wow. What a word. Praise God. Father, we just thank you for that. You know, sometimes we just, you know, we, we just kind of, you know, praise God. That, but man, that's a word for this house. Praise God. Man, he's fine-tuned us. Praise God. We're well-oiled running machine. Yes, ma'am. Dale Gentry gave a word uh, at his Jubilee service about expectation and anticipation. And then David King was preaching and said that we need to raise our level of expectancy. And so God just put it on my heart to share the definition of anticipation. 
and that it's the confidence of fulfillment. I thought this would be speaking to your heart, Greg, because, um, Pastor Greg, because it's like a dog who knows he's going to go for a walk. <laughs> it just made me think of you. It's, it's, it means, I don't know why. <laughs> it just made me think, you know what? He'll understand that. Uh, wait, breathless as a bride, waiting keenly as fishermen waiting for a bite. I know that speaks to some of you. Yeah. Waiting without thought, like a radio set with a receiver for a signal from a distance, which is so far it's usually not certain it could be transmitted. The feeling of excitement that something is about to happen. Belief, a picture of the future. Prediction, projection, prophecy. Uh, anticipation, the use or assignment of funds, especially from a trust fund, before they are legitimately available for use. And I just see God saying, you can reach out and take a withdrawal Hallelujah. right now. That Hallelujah. to see the picture Hallelujah. of what is to come as it is here now. Hallelujah. And that it's a premonition and yet it is real. It's not a fantasy. It's Hallelujah. not something that's in a dream world. It's yeah. now. Amen. And that as this church has been called to yes. international missions, as yes. this church has had thousandfold blessings in the realm of evangelism Hallelujah. to see that there is a harvest in every area, yeah. to see that it is the time of harvest Hallelujah. in the realm of healings, yes. in the realm, yes, of salvations, yes. but yes, in every area yes. for the needs being met, to see it, to be Hallelujah. excited. As, so, as someone who knows that they're going to be called to go on a trip Hallelujah. and it's paid for, Praise to God. see the thousandfold blessing in the realm of strength as Samson when he brought, brought that jawbone of a donkey Hallelujah. and beat down a thousand men. Hallelujah. Strength to you, Pastor Bob Hallelujah. Nichols. Strength to you in yes, thousandfold yes, return yes, as yes, Samson, Lord. Yes, as Lord, as the mighty yes, men of David where Hallelujah. one man was like a thousand, you, we speak strength in yes. the thousandfold blessing to Hallelujah. Pastor Bob and Joy yes. Nichols. Yes. Their youth is renewed as the yes. eagles, yes, yes, and they yes, will yes. do, and they will accomplish yes. what it would take 1,000 men to do, and we will follow Hallelujah. as they lead in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Praise God. Wow. Wow. Now, i tell you what, those two words have just edified me. They got me super pumped. Man, he's, he's, he's got our... He's got our Compression back in order for expectation to do things. I mean, we're with anticipation, we need to go for it. And what's he put in your heart? What part of it is your, is, you know, Pastor Bob had the 8,000 soul vision for the summer. Well, what's your part? I said, what's your part? Come on, what's your part? What are you believing for that 8,000? That, that's just a part of it. I'm not, no condemnation. I'm just saying, listen, we've got to have expectation in every area, healing, you know, whatever God's put in your heart, let's start expecting like that dog waiting on, on a walk. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, ma'am. Man, isn't this awesome? Thank God for the gifts. Yes, ma'am. Robocona massa de diatorobosho, Robocon and Mata de diatete. Igisi di bielotorbocon and a matari, a teddy di si di bigirelotorocon and a man and inisi. 
Praise God. Now, do you have the interpretation of that? Okay, well, just wait, wait there. All right. Some, when she was praying in tongues there, that was a gift of, of tongues, a message in the church that needs to be interpreted. Uh, was, was that stirring something up in somebody to interpret? Do you have the interpretation? Brother, we'll come on up, come on out here and get the, get a, get a mic. Hallelujah! I want, I want the mic on this. Okay, quickly, y'all get him, a, get him a mic, Charlie, would you? Go ahead, brother. Lift up your eyes and see, like a, like a cloud, a man's fist, like a cloud coming. You're seeing a cloud; it's coming. A cloud of the latter rain is coming, says the Lord. And the glory of this, of this house will be greater, greater in this day, greater in this hour than it's ever been before. And you will see my glory and you will see the manifestations of my spirit in greater ways as you've been obedient to do what I have called you to do. And it has cost you a great price, but not as great a price as I have paid, says the Lord. Hallelujah. But you've been obedient to me and you've done what I've told you to do. Therefore, I'm going to pour out my glory upon you like you've never seen before. And the things that I promised you in the dark of night, you're going to see them come to pass in your hour and in your day, says the Lord. And you're going to see the glory of God in the land of the living. And you're going to see my power come in greater manifestation and greater waves. You're going to begin to see supernatural signs, wonders, and miracles coming forth from my hand so that you may preach the gospel boldly and that you may stretch forth your hand and do the work that I've called you to do, says the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What a word. Thank God. Listen. Listen. Now, wait, wait a minute. Here, what, and, and I do want to praise him for that word, but, but I want us to just let, let's, let's think about and position ourselves and yield ourselves to align up with those words that have been spoken. Yeah. That he's, in, he's, he's got our com the compression of the house uh, fine-tuned. I mean, we're, we're a, a fine-oiled machine, and we've got to get our expectation out in, in terms of what he's told us to do as the house, but also individually. And then, then the Lord said, man, there's great glory coming. Amen? More than what we've seen. And, but I'm, I'm telling you, the, the glory of the Lord, this latter house is greater than the former. And man, we're, and we're going to see it. It's going to happen. Amen? Hallelujah. Father, we just thank you. We thank you for what you're doing. You're speaking to us, Lord. And we say, yes, Lord. We, we align ourselves with these words. We align ourselves, Father, with the gifts in the house. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Yes, ma'am. Now you can stand, sit, whatever. I don't want to make anybody uncomfortable, but go ahead. This is no accident that you and I are here at the same time. I was here a few months back, and uh, you came in, and we had a service exactly like this, and um, I was going to share a prophecy that the Lord had given me, and it didn't happen. Uh, I just really felt like just sit on it, and I didn't get up and share but today is August the 11th, and today marks the day that the Lord gave me a word in 1994 about the revival that was going to come to America, and I believe I gave you a copy of it, Greg, and um, 
I don't know if you took it and did anything with it or whatever, but it was about the revival that's coming to America. And part of that word that came was when the pastor was up here speaking earlier and you said, you know, confirmations will come, you know, and God will speak and say, yeah, that's really me talking. So I said, okay, I'm going to go ahead and give it tonight. I'm going to share what God had shared with me. Well, the pastor said, I'm seeing things that I thought that I would never see. Well, that's in that prophecy the Lord gave me. And for me personally, what that prophecy meant was two things. He told me two people in my family, one that's been walking in deception for 40 years in an occult, and my son, Terry, who also is off the, the path of the Lord, the, the God's best for him, by deception, by the spirit of deception. And he showed me those two people, and he said, because of the anointing in your life, those demons are going to bow their knee. Amen. And they're coming out of deception. Amen. Now, it's no accident that today is August the 11th. And so this great revival that we've all known is coming, we truly are only seeing the tip of the iceberg. And what God shared with me about me personally for me, but it would apply to all of us as believers in Jesus Christ, would be, he said, Donna, when my power comes across America, you're going to see the greatest revival. You're going to see things you thought you would never see. People are going to come by the hundreds, the thousands, and the millions to Jesus Christ. And he said, what you need to do if you want to walk in that anointing, because his anointing is not falling on those who are not clean. So what he said to me was, for me personally, he said, you have to cleanse your mind and your heart if you want to go with that anointing. So I asked him, and he said, you're going to see miracles, multitudes of miraculous miracles in America. And it's no accident that today is August the 11th, and I'm back in Texas. I'm from Louisiana, and, uh, but my family's here in Texas, and I'm, I'm staying with a brother that is blind that I would appreciate prayer for tonight. His name is Wayne. He's blind, and he's in a lot of pain in his back today. And we're just, he's got diabetes, and we're just going to believe God we for... We just agree in Jesus' name. Miracle. For Wayne, Thank you. Father, we, we speak healing to his body. We command this pain to go, diabetes to leave, in the name of Jesus. And Father, we agree that revival's coming to this nation, and it starts here, in Jesus' name. We're part of it. Uh, and a big part of it, Father, and we yield to that in Jesus' name. And we, we allow, Father, you to baptize us in the Holy Ghost and fire to cleanse every, every impure motive, everything that's, that's, that keeps us from greater anointing. And we thank you for that in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Thank you, sister. Appreciate it. Okay. Can I tell you that I was healed of stage four cancer five years ago, September Praise God. the 10th. That's awesome. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, ma'am. I'd like to confirm that word that was in tongues. When I was sitting back there and you had asked the three questions that we were to ask God, I saw a cloud coming into this house. And the Lord said, that's my presence. It's going to come into this house. 
It's coming very soon. It's going to be a new move coming to this house. And it's going to reside in this house. And he said people are going to come and they're going to feel the presence of God and it's going to melt their heart. It's going to change their life just being here. And the Lord said many of you will go out and you will carry that presence with you and you will tell others what God has done here. And people will come because they will want that in their life. And it's going to be a move of God that you've been waiting for. And the Lord says it is soon, soon coming. Hallelujah. Praise God. Now, you know what I sense? I'm sensing that, you know, in, in the past where we had we had revival that was a lot hinged on the, on the revivalist or the evangelist. And God will still use revivalist and evangelist. But I'm telling you, the expectation level and the increase and the pro proliferation of the gifts is going to come when you and I, with the presence of God, we bring the presence of God in the house. Amen. And when people come in and God speaks to us and, and, we, and we by the Spirit minister healing to people, deliverance to people, words to people, encouragement to people. Hallelujah. I said, hallelujah. It's through the body. It's the body. It's the body. It's the body. It's the body of Christ. It's the body of Christ. It's, we're, we're here to equip you. And if we're not doing that, where your expectation is just on us, we failed. <laughs> you're getting this. I'm telling you, you're getting it. Hallelujah. So when we come, my expectation is on the Lord to flow through me. Lord, I'm available. Every time I come to church, I'm available. And I'm expecting you to minister powerfully through me. I'm expecting you, Father, to, I mean, out someone out before they even come in church, they get set free. Before they even walk through the doors, man, or, or maybe after church, I don't know, but God's going to minister powerfully through the body. That's the glory. It's in His body. It's in His body. It's in His body. It's in His body. There's a great army, the glory of God. And, and there's a great army the Lord's raising up. And it's right here. Hallelujah. The Lord has need of you. He's got need of you. Yes, sir. We're going to need strength. And I heard you say this two weeks ago. And, uh, uh, and when you said we need the joy of the Lord is our strength. Yeah. And you said... To get into that presence. This is what, the, what, the, what I got out of it when you said it. And I don't know, but I just got this with You said that we have to put Jesus first, others second, and then you. And that's how we get into, the, into his joy. You said that. I don't know if anybody else got it, but I got it. That, that talked to me, and we were able to talk to, to uh, and, and uh, Paul, uh, Cruz's ministry in, in the nursing home, we were, I was able to do that. Praise but I, I just felt that I needed to share this with, Amen. with, uh, with the rest of you. Guard, guard your joy. You know, joy is connected with expectation. Guard your joy. And if you, any, anybody comes in and is dis, disappoints you, okay, guard your joy.
Now I've got two, I've got two words here. Suzanne, I just hear the Lord say another gear. God's got another gear. He's 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 revving you up. You know that what this compression thing? It's like God's moving you into another gear. And I see what the Lord has done, all the wonderful things he has done in and through you, but now you haven't seen anything yet. And I'm telling you, you're, God's bringing you to another gear and another place. Amen? Praise God. Father, we just bless Suzanne. Let your anointing, Father, fill her with expectation. Lord, you said you're doing this, and so we just agree with you. We agree with you, Father. Another gear. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Acceleration of the things that you put in her heart. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Now, in line, uh, tell me your name again. Yes, Carlos. In line with what Carlos said, uh, somebody has allowed themselves to be dislocated, to, to be uh, in a measure, you know, offended. All right? And the Lord has healing for you. I said the Lord has healing for you. See, if you, if, you read in, if you read in Matthew 24, Matthew 24 is, is a digression of what happens in the last days when people get offended. There many, many will be offended. They'll, they'll, uh, they, they get into, enter into hatred. They get, enter into betrayal, cold love, all of that. But right in the middle, he, he talks about, and many false prophets will arise. False prophets started as true until they got offended. False prophets are birthed through offense. And I'm just prophesying to you that God, that Hebrews 12 said, don't allow yourself, those of you who have been lame, don't allow your lameness to, to dislocate you from the body. You need the life that's in the body. And I'm just, I'm just hearing that today. And what happens is you let, you let the enemy steal your joy through offense. And how many of you have ever been offended? Okay? So it's not like this is unique. We've all been there. But listen, the Lord wants to get you back in place. He wants to, he wants to you know, it's like you've, had, you've got, had a dislocated shoulder or elbow or something. Man, he wants to, he, tonight, tonight he, wants to, he wants to get that dislocation back into right location. If that's you, I just need to pray for you. Just stand up wherever you're at. If that's you, you know who I'm talking to. Anyone else? I know there's more than one, but it's all right if it's just one. All right. Would you guys, would y'all come down to the front? Would you come? Ma'am, come down to the front. Well, any, anyone who's standing, come down to the front. Hebrews said, don't, don't allow, don't allow. Don't allow yourself to be dislocated. Look, rather let yourself be healed. Is this okay tonight? Man, you know, last, last Sunday night, Regina, you encouraged us. And you know what? I want you to come help me pray for these. Will you do that? Amen. We, we need you. Okay. Um, you know what? Come over here in the center. Because y'all are, are, are important. Y'all are valuable. 
Look, here's what the Bible says. Here's what the Bible says. I know we're going to need to move over a little bit because we don't want somebody. It says, Therefore, strengthen the hands which hang down and the feeble knees and make straight paths for your feet so that, so that what is lame may not be dislocated. And you know, I've, look, I've been lame before. Man, I've been wounded spiritually where I'm bowed down. I've been hurt, okay? I have. And it hurts to get be hurt, doesn't it? To be disappointed and all of that. But it says, look, uh, but rather be healed. See, that's the better thing, to be healed. See, here's the question. Will you give yourself permission to be healed or, or do you just want to have a self-pity party? Okay? And, and that's not a good place to be, is it? And, and, and first of all, I want to tell you, I so appreciate and value the fact that you guys have humbled yourself to come. That's a big deal. Amen? I mean, it's a big deal. Yeah? And he said, but pursue peace with all people. Now, you're not going to be able to get along with everybody. Not everybody's going to like you but Jesus likes you. Yeah? And he said, uh, with, and, and holiness without which no one will see the Lord. Looking carefully, lest anyone fall short of the grace of God. I don't want to fall short of God's grace. Do you? By allowing myself to be dislocated from the body because I got offended, because I got lame, and then I got offended, and I, and, you know, I'm, I don't want to do that. Then a root of bitterness springs up, and it troubles many, defiles many. I don't want to be someone that's defiling others now. Amen. And that's what happened to me when I, my wife and I went through an involuntary church plant. I said, God, you've got to heal my heart because I don't want to spew out poison. Amen. Now, I, I want Regina to help me. I want my wife to help me. But you know what? Uh, the, this is our body. These are our friends. These are members. I, I want someone to come stand with every one of these, male with male, female with female. Let's come and love them. Can we do that? There's more, there's more healing in love than there is just me laying hands on you. Amen? Man, we, we so value you. We need some more people. We need some more people up here. Some more, I need some more ladies. I need one, one or two more ladies. Come on. It's all right to have two or three. It's all right to have two or three. Praise God. Now, I want you to put your hand on your heart. Put your hand on your heart. And, and say this with me. Lord Jesus, you are my Lord. And you're my healer. And I've been hurt. I've been wounded. And I choose to forgive but I'm asking you to heal my heart. I don't want to be dislocated. I want to be healed so you can use me. I, I'm, I'm needed. The body needs me. And I need the body. So I receive healing. I refuse to be dislocated. Where God set me, 
No one can upset me. I receive healing. Pastor, if you just saw, the, I mean, just tears. God's healing. You know, there's healing in tears. Amen. God's, God's healing. God's healing your hearts. In Jesus' name. Now, now I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pray for you, but now there's people there praying for you. I want you ladies, just put your hands there on their hearts and represent God healing their hearts. Father, we thank you. I thank you for the healing power of God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for healing these hearts, Father, making them whole. Thank you, Jesus. Father, we receive. We receive. We receive. Father, we, we, we receive. Our brothers, our sisters, we receive in the name of Jesus. We receive their gifts. We receive who they are, Father. We need them, and we speak healing to them. Lord, just like that word that Carlos gave, restore the joy, restore the joy, restore the joy and expectation, Father. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Healing, heal these hearts, heal these hearts. Listen, you are beautiful and we need you. We need you, we need you, we need you, we need you. Healing, I speak healing and wholeness. Healing and wholeness in the name of Jesus. Healing and wholeness in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Healing and wholeness in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Now, y'all turn around and just let them love on you for a minute. Turn around and let them love on you. Would you do that? Turn around. Just let the body love on you. Receive that love. Receive that love. Praise God. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Let's lift our hands. Father, we thank you. We thank you for our brothers and our sisters. You know, this isn't a, this isn't a large crowd tonight, but look, there was maybe 10 or 12 of our, of our friends who were feeling wounded who were feeling offended. You see how much they need us? You see how much we need one another? Amen? Praise God. Praise God. Terry, do you have a word? You talked about how God wants us to participate with Him. He wants to use us, manifest through the body. And uh, earlier in the service, during the worship, um, I was just really praising the Lord and just, just listening. And um, a prayer kind of began to flow through me, and I wasn't thinking on it, but um, I just began to pray that God would heal our hearts. Would what? That God would heal the Amen. hearts of the people, and Amen. that He would restore the people. Amen. And Amen. Um, He's doing it. This is manifestation of Amen. of what He's done. And Amen. He sometimes I, I, participating with God is really in front of people. Sometimes participating with God is just you know, us sitting in our seats and obeying and saying what he tells us to say. And um, they come through in prayers. They come, comes out in encouragement. It comes out in so many ways. But I I just, I see that right now happening. The prayer that God put in my spirit and came out of my mouth, it's happening right now. There's no doubt that God used your prayer to manifest what we see tonight. You see how important that is? 
Amen. And God would just put that on Terry's heart. And she prayed it out. And look, God, God is healing people. Isn't that awesome? It is. And it's not just for the people that are up no. here right now. This is no. for all of us. You may Amen. not be thinking of it tonight, but Amen. God is healing the hearts in this house. Amen. Whatever you have need of.